You're listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the Sunday Gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney. In this episode, we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 21, verses 5 to 19, where Jesus predicts the destruction of the temple, and his disciples assume that he is speaking about the proximate end of the world. He corrects them by pointing to the long history of suffering and faithfulness that lies ahead of them, and explains that only God can determine the end of history. We begin with the reading of the text from Rose. When some were talking about the temple, remarking how it was adorned with fine stonework and votive offerings, he said, All these things you are staring at now, the time will come when not a single stone will be left on another. Everything will be destroyed. And they put to him this question. Master, they said, When will this happen then, and what sign will there be that it is about to take place? But he said, Take care not to be deceived, because many will come using my name and saying, I am the one, and the time is near at hand. Refuse to join them. And when you hear of wars and revolutions, do not be terrified, for this is something that must happen first, but the end will not come at once. Then he said to them, Nation will fight against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and plagues, and famines in various places. There will be terrifying events, and great signs from heaven. But before all this happens, you will be seized and persecuted. You will be handed over to the synagogues, and to imprisonment, and brought before kings and governors for the sake of my name, and that will be your opportunity to bear witness. Make up your minds not to prepare your defence, because I myself shall give you an eloquence and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relations and friends, and some of you will be put to death. You will be hated universally on account of my name, but not a hair of your head will be lost. Your perseverance will win you your lives. We will now hear a reflection on the text from Father Maloney. Our reading of the Gospel of Luke across this liturgical year now draws to a close. Although we will read from Luke for next week's celebration of Jesus as Christ the King, that is taken from the Passion story, which we also read during Easter. But this passage comes towards the end of Jesus' ministry in Jerusalem, when he faces a question that was faced by all of the Gospel writers, the problem of the end time. And it is fitting that we come to the end of a year of Luke with the reflection upon the end time. The Gospel tells us that the disciples were talking about the temple, remarking how beautiful it was. And Jesus tells them that all these things you are staring at now, the time will come when not a single stone will be left upon another and everything will be destroyed. These words of Jesus make the disciples think that this must be the end of all time. When Jerusalem, and especially its temple, 
was going to be destroyed, that would certainly be the time when the Messiah would come to establish the final messianic kingdom. And his disciples, thinking that this will be just around the corner, ask, when will this happen? This question about the end of time is a very important question for the Gospel of Luke and also for his second volume, The Acts of the Apostles. What Jesus tries to do in answering his disciples is to indicate that the when of the end of all time is beyond our knowledge. He will tell them what will happen, but when it will happen is something that lies far, far in the future. And therefore Jesus attempts to show them that they are asking the wrong question. They think that they will be with Jesus or in the company of one another when this privileged final time comes for the establishment of the Messianic Kingdom. This will not be the case. And Jesus tells them, do not be deceived. There will be all sorts of things, especially surrounding the destruction of Jerusalem, that might lead people to think that this is the end of time. Some will come using the name of Jesus, saying, I am he, and the time is near at hand. False prophets. There will be wars and there will be revolutions. They are not to be afraid. These things will happen. But the end is not so soon. Jesus is telling them about things that will in fact happen at the destruction of Jerusalem and the destruction of its temple. Nation will fight against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and plagues and famines. There will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. These are all signs of the end time, but they will not mark the end of time. It's always important to remember when we're reading Luke that when this is being written and being read and proclaimed and perhaps even acted in front of the early Christian communities, the destruction of Jerusalem and its temple was well behind them. This gospel is written in the late 80s. These events happened in 70. There is a time after the destruction of Jerusalem. There is still a long journey that the church has to face. This is one of Luke's particular concerns. There was a false expectation that the end of time might be near at hand. In fact, the reason for Luke's two volumes, the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles, are to show that the journey of Jesus which we have followed across the Gospel that led him from the fulfilment of the Old Testament in the infancy stories into his journeys in Galilee, then his long journey to Jerusalem, and finally the paschal events of the city of Jerusalem, the fulcrum of God's saving history, are the beginning of another journey. And that journey is recorded in the Acts of the Apostles. And so Jesus sends his disciples out to be his witnesses to the ends of the earth. And when the Acts of the Apostles comes to an end, Paul will be in the city of Rome, preaching the kingdom of God and Jesus Christ boldly and without hindrance. And so to talk about the coming of the end is premature. 
The end time will come, but only God knows when that will be. And it will be marked by signs from heaven. In the meantime, the church had a long journey on through persecution and rejection at the hands of others. Before all this happens, before the end of the time happens, you will be seized and persecuted. You will be handed over to synagogues and you'll be given into imprisonment and you will be dragged before kings and governors in my name. And in those situations, those hostile situations that the future church will have to suffer, will be an occasion for them to bear witness to Jesus and his journey as the early church continues its journey and as we continue the journey of the early church. So the church has a journey to continue Jesus' journey. Speaking of the lived experience of the early church, Jesus tells of the betrayals and divisions with the family itself created by faith in Christ. And this, we know from later documents, happened. In persecution, the Roman authorities were told, don't seek them out, let them betray one another. And it sounds as if some members of the family committed to Jesus Christ are betrayed by their families. And this was the source of some of the early persecutions. Luke sees that and prepares the early church for it. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relations and friends, and some of you will be put to death. But that is not the end of time. That is a part of the journey. In the Christian tradition, there's always been a great interest in when the end time will happen. This is often based on a false reading of the New Testament book that we know as the book of Revelation, or the Apocalypse. And we know, for example, the terrible events of Jonestown and Waco, where fanatics, thinking they were bringing in the end time, led to great destruction and even to a ridicule of the Christian message. The Christian faith has no answer to when. Luke's Gospel especially tells us, keep on the journey. Keep going. We don't know when, and at the end of our liturgical year, we are pointed to look beyond this year into the years that lie ahead. For the moment, to speculate about the end is a waste of time. We are living in an in-between time, between the long journey of Jesus from the Old Testament in Galilee towards Jerusalem to the central moment in saving history that all took place in Jesus' death, resurrection, ascension, and commissioning of the early church to be his witnesses to the ends of the earth. That period of witness which we live will certainly be marked by suffering and persecution. And as we know, there are more people persecuted for their Christian faith today than ever, even in the time of the great martyrdoms. But while there will be suffering, it will also be a time marked by the loving and guiding presence of a faithful God. Over this year, our reading of the Gospel of Luke has shown us that the God and Father of Jesus led his obedient Son 
through his journey to Jerusalem back to himself in the Ascension. But this same Gospel has also spoken to us about the amazing reality of a Son and a God who seeks out the lost one, searches for the one lost sheep, leaving the others in the wilderness. It has given us the image of a father with two sons, a parable that ends with the father out in the dark, seeking his second lost son. So will it always be with those of us who are prepared to take up the life and mission of the church, cost us what it may. There's only one requirement, and that is that we do our best to live and love as Jesus did, following him courageously and tirelessly into a future which only God knows. We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and press play when you're ready to return. We conclude with a reading of the text from Michael. When some were talking about the temple, remarking how it was adorned with fine stonework and votive offerings, he said, All these things you are staring at now, the time will come when not a single stone will be left on another. Everything will be destroyed. And they put to him this question. Master, they said, when will this happen? And what sign will there be that it is about to take place? But he said, take care not to be deceived, because many will come using my name and saying, I am the one and the time is near at hand. Refuse to join them. And when you hear of wars and revolutions, do not be terrified. For this is something that must happen first, but the end will not come at once. Then he said to them, Nation will fight against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and plagues and famines in various places. There will be terrifying events and great signs from heaven. But before all this happens, you will be seized and persecuted, you will be handed over to the synagogues and to imprisonment, brought before kings and governors for the sake of my name, and that will be your opportunity to bear witness. Make up your minds not to prepare your defence, because I myself shall give you an eloquence and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relations and friends, and some of you will be put to death. You will be hated universally on the account of my name, but not a hair of your head will be lost. Your perseverance will win you your lives. Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for the episode, Rose and Michael Walter. If you would like to volunteer to be a reader, please contact us at audiodivina at salesians.org.au.